If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of No Rest for the Vivid. Um, I've just thought that's such a boring way to keep introducing this podcast. And especially because this episode is the funniest episode ever. Um, At the end of this episode, my face hurt and I'd been crying. So I had the amazing Beth from The Wandering Bee, who I was introduced to by Alice from The Purple Clouds and um we had a Vivid Club meetup. So Alice is a member of the Vivid Club and she bought me a gift, um, which she's, she's just such a nice human being. And um, I was so grateful. And inside was this wonderful candle um, and it's the mama pear smell. And I, smelled, and I was like, this smells amazing. I know this business. She was like, yes, yeah, my friend Beth. She's um, got a candle. She does this, does this. I was like, I know this business. Anyway, it turns out I was following her. Um, or I had been. Um, probably had a clear out. Sorry, Beth. <laughs> I don't want you again now, though, because you're a bloody ledge. <laughs> you always go through those clear outs, don't you? Because you're like, I just, I want to increase the engagement on my account. Anyway, so um, I started what, seeing what Beth was doing. And she was moving into a shop. And I was like, oh, my God what a ledge absolute ledge and I just said do you want to come on my podcast she said yes turns out we're now best friends forever (laughs) but we had such a laugh such a laugh doing this podcast and um she's inspired me to open up my own shop now um and you'll hear in the episode how that idea develops and um grows into this mammoth project that I'm going to undertake no idea when but I am uh so yeah it's a wonderful episode um and we just talk about the wonders of being a small business but also how that feeling of risking it all and how scary that is but then you pull it off it's just wonderful so uh, I hope you enjoy it if you do enjoy it please share it subscribe to the podcast comment can you comment no you've got to leave a review share this podcast episode and honestly if it doesn't make you laugh, then I've, you probably need to le- listen to it twice. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful day. Speak to you soon. Hello, Beth. Or B. Hi. Or Beth. <laughs> How are you doing, lovely? I'm good, thank you. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> so happy to have you on. The reason why I was saying Beth and B is because we were just talking about the fact that we've both got but two names. Well, yeah. I mean, the majority of the world's got two names, but yeah. the fact that we have a nickname and our actual name mm-hmm. and people get confused about what to talk. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what do you want me to call you? Beth or B? And, you were, and then we just went into the story. You <laughs> tell everyone, before actually, sorry, I've just got, <laughs> you just said hello, I'm just wanging on. <laughs> oh no, I'm rubbish at this, right. Beth, would you yeah. like to tell everybody who you are and where do you come from? Yeah. Um, so my name's Beth. Some people call me B. That's my nickname. There you go. And, um, I won the. I run the Wandering Bee, and uh, we make kick-ass can candles out of beer bottles in Staffordshire. So I love it. 
beer bottles and yeah how did you I mean I'm gonna go straight in there I want to know the the love story of your business how did it all begin so I was working as a dental receptionist um after I'd had my daughter and um really I started off kind of happy it was just like a nice little job and then as time went on I was there like two two and a half years as time went on, I knew I, I, I was like destined to do more. Like yeah. I've always wanted to work for myself anyway, or run my own business. Or, or um, as a kid, I just wanted to be famous. <laughs> that was like my goal. <laughs> what were you um, going to be famous as? I don't know. It was anything. <laughs> were you going to go and Big Brother? I actually wanted to. Oh, yes, so did I. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I'm going to go on Big Brother. I was like obsessed with Nikki Graham. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know, but um but yeah um so I always knew I wanted to do something and then during the pandemic so this was in 2020 December 2020 I said to Josh right what am I going to run my own business in I want to want to start something and it sounds really silly but it's the truth I went on Google and I typed in easiest way to work for yourself running a small business and the top three can't remember what the other two were but the one of them was candles and I just said to Josh I was like what about candles and he went yes just had a really good gut feeling and I am somebody who is like very I'm all or nothing yeah. I go I go all out I want the best to begin with I don't like build up to it no I no no go skin I was like I was like I'm just gonna use all my money and just go for it so I had like 700 quid left in my account. I was skinned and I spent it all on wax and fragrance oil. And just like, I literally was just winging it. And um, I was making them just in like, um, like rubbish little jars and yeah. like ceramic in jars just to like test. And I was like, oh my God, I really like this formula. And I was like, I feel like I've got something here. And then I couldn't get hold of any candle glass. Like right. anywhere. Because of the pandemic, there was like a massive shortage of candle glass or candle supplies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like my idea's ruined. I can't go ahead. And then Josh said, well, what about a beer bottle? And I was like, no, that's silly. I was like, that's that's not going to work. And he was like, I think you should give it a go. I think I give it, I think I used like six beer bottles and I made them. And I was like, Josh, they look really nice. <laughs> And then he was like, I think you should show everyone. So I showed a group of my friends and they were all like, where'd you get those? They're lovely. And I was like, I made them. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. I was like, I did. And they were like, oh my God, Beth, they're really nice. Yeah. And I was like, thanks. So I like went away <laughs> and I went, I contacted Staffordshire Brewery locally. And I was like, can I have two cases of beer bottles, right? Um, I was like, give me your broken ones to begin with. Anything that are chip, but just two cases of beer bottles. I made two cases and I was like, I developed on my formula. So over from the December 2020 to the end of January 2021. So we're like in the midst of the pandemic at the moment. Yeah. I was obviously spending a lot of time at home because although I was a dental receptionist, I, I was had been lowered. Yeah. I longer days and but shorter amount of, you know, not as many days. Yeah. Um, so I had more time at home and I was practicing this formula and I was working it. I must have tried about 100 wicks. Mm loads of different wax trying all these different fragrance oils and I'm someone like who really goes in on something like I mm. really zone in I did loads of research day in day out I was researching yeah. and by the end of January I just genuinely felt like with my my mixture yeah like 
panel mixture and the beer bottle had something that nobody else had. Yeah. And it was just like a really good kick-ass candle. Like it just kicked ass. Like I was like, this is like the best candle I've ever seen. <laughs> and um, and I, I literally just went from there. And thankfully I have a degree in contemporary media practice and Josh is a graphic designer. So together we're like, our skills came together. And um, I built our website and kind of kitted it all out. Josh was doing the label designs for me, kind of doing all the graphics. And I just launched it second week of February. And I just thought, oh, screw it. Let's just see if it works. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> but I just literally just couldn't believe it. It just, it was hard. I mean, that made it sound easy, but it it worked. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of how it came about, really. I love I- that. <laughs> I've I've tried to make candles and if anyone's listening and tried to make candles yeah. that formula that you're t- talking about is so unique to every mm-hmm. person about you know is the wax going to crack and yeah when is this when you're going to smell it and all of these things like the burning mm-hmm. and I quickly I'm supposed to be one of my hobbies because all I do is work and I'm sure you're in the same kind of mm-hmm. situation and I was like I've got to have a hobby I know I'll make candles and then because the first few were a pile of crap I was like <laughs> oh no actually some of them were in a cupboard for like six months and I thought oh sod it because like, we've got a pub in the back at the bottom of our garden you know those pubs where just full of candles mm. I was like let's go candle manic like manic and just put all of these shit candles out and then suddenly I was like <laughs> they actually smell and it's because they've just been sitting for so long that they finally yeah. sort of sorting themselves out Building, but yeah. I definitely gave up very quickly because I was like, oh, I've got other things to do. And I think that that little bit, even though you're saying, you know, it sounded really easy, it is not easy. It no, it's really hard. Why is they've said, you know, like making candles is easy because I couldn't, I don't think, well, personally, the passion of it, like a good candle and finding that secret formula, mm. you have to have it in bucket loads. So that's the the thing that you had that yeah. made it sound easy probably. But yeah. actually getting there, you yeah. must have made hundreds and hundreds Honestly, of candles. It's It was like, it's one of those things where you think when I, I, it's really bad, really bad. I was really naive. I just thought it'd be really easy. Yeah. I was like, how hard are candles? Yeah. But like, they're really hard. Like it's like a science-y. It yeah. is, yeah. Temperature right, the pouring temperature, the mixing temperature, how much, the percentages. Like it's very science-y and even one degree up, one degree down sinks, yeah. you know, really, or the scent throws off. So it's like quite, it's quite complicated. I know it's candles and everyone would like complicated, but it really is. No, it is. No, I agree. I agree. And all testament. And I think that's maybe why I'm so impressed by your brand and your and your candles, because they are flawless. Oh, Oh, thanks. To be fair though, (laughs) I've only had one, but so (laughs) now I'm joking. That's like a perfect compliment. That one candle I've got of yours is flawless. It was flawless. I didn't mean that. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was trying to really lay it on. It is a flawless candle, but the smell is insane. Yeah. It's Mama Pear, everybody. Mama Pear, you're gonna yeah, sell Mama out Pear. now. Yeah, so good. I was thinking, actually, I was doing stories about you this morning, and I was thinking, is it a take on Mama Bear? Is yeah. that why it's Mama Pear? Yes, I've got it. Because I was thinking, like, 
for ages why is it called mama pear but i get it now my my member of staff jenny actually came up with that so i'll give her the credit she's yeah. very good at names like yeah. people go how do you come up with the names i'm like i'm actually not the witty one my friends are <laughs> and my member of staff is <laughs> well done well yeah. done jenny well done jenny well done. <laughs> no but I, I honestly i think that it's the look of them and if you go when you start following um beth which you have to everything you're like the first few of your your grid is just gorgeous oh, and I can see now you. it's all tied together so all mm-hmm. of the stars have aligned for you babe haven't they oh thank you thank you so much <laughs> so you've had a massive change recently yes another all-in situation all is in. it yeah <laughs> yeah it wasn't all in and you've got a shop now Yes. I think that's like the all the most all in you could go. Yeah, that is the all most all in. Yeah. yeah. That it kind of that's kind of come from, you know what, not to bring it down a bag, but it kind of came from a sad place. Oh because, yeah. Because basically, without kind of like brushing over, because it was a big part of the business. When we launched the business, my goal was I wanted a warehouse. I wanted to be the next Yankee Candle. This is all me. This is trying to make it. You are the next Yankee Candle. Um, going to be the next Yankee Candle. I'm going to be massive. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be in John Lewis, Harrods, Selfridges. I was like going and gunning, gunning, gunning. I'm going to have a warehouse. So I moved to the world of Wedgwood and I got this big warehouse space. Hired my first member of staff. We're making all these candles and getting all these big deals coming in. Amazing all bells and whistles got in John Lewis everyone was like wow John Lewis which it was wow incredible. um with the creative makers as well they you know couldn't have done it without Megan amazing all great and they're still on I'm really proud of those but being a warehouse worker is really really depressing like I was underground every day mm. I wasn't underground but it felt like underground because there was no windows didn't get to see people me and Jenny were coming in and we were with each other you know day in day out working one-on-one just in this space with no windows and we were in summer so it was like hot outside and Mm. you don't realize how much propping a window open can help propping a door open can help we were just claustrophobic yeah and I loved being at Wedgwood it's a beautiful location and I was so lucky and Gemma who who got me into Wedgwood she's the head of World of Wedgwood she's lovely and she's my friend and she really supported us and you know it's all down to her really that I had the confidence to go there um but it just I, I just started to think like you know this isn't for me yeah this is not for me I'm a people person I'm not someone that could be kept like away yeah in the dark. and to be honest we were like getting hammered because we were everything got more expensive in April yeah that was really tough then obviously this energy thing so like everyone's skin Mm. um we were just getting hammered and I was like right I need to think on my feet and do something now I need to one make me happier and two save the business Mm. and you know running your own business yeah fight or flight and um somebody actually on a market was next to me I owe it to her really and and also there's a lady called Carla who runs a business who gave me a massive pep talk and um I was like you know what I'm gonna go get a shop and I used all the rest of my money again and thought wing it and walked into this shop and it was such a mess in the shop and I was like it's fine we'll do it and I just got the keys like what seven eight weeks ago and we just renovated the shop for six weeks holidays and then opened it so (laughs) I now have a shop (laughs) 
and it's gorgeous it's so so beautiful like the day I mean obviously I've not been there I've only seen from your Instagram but the amount of personality and how classy it looks and all the little touches you've really you must you obviously are very naturally gifted at being able to put things together you know Mm. what I mean I think it's me and Josh because I'm very like I'm quite tacky like I quite like (laughs) I would have antiques everywhere. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to get taxidermy bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know he did that little um, post about those moss balls? And I watched that video and I was like, I don't get it. Do you know what? They're one of our best sellers now. We actually have them. I know. Are they creatures? No, the plants. It's algae in in a jar. It's out right, okay. Yeah, so I sell, so sell algae in a jar. <laughs> so they flawless, absolutely flawless. Classy. <laughs> <laughs> so but but that this is me just being a div. Yeah. So it's a bo- it's a ball of algae in a glass, but it's cute, isn't it? It's a cute right, okay. That's why oh, this is really tickling me. That's why yeah, it's so... on it. When I say that that's my personality, my personality, I was like, I wanted like quirky things in the shop and Josh is the like minimalist. So the shop looks really good because of Josh. (laughs) (laughs) The walls will be covered with moss. Yeah. yeah. I I basically, the the way the Marimo pets came about was because I love candles, obviously, and I love my brand, but my brand is very minimal and we designed it so it could sit on anybody's shelf. Men, female, you know, males, females, John Lewis, Harrods, Selfridges, anybody's shelf. But with minimalism, I love it. But like, there's a bit of me missing because I can be tacky. I like a lot of chintzy things. So um, I was allowed like some little bits for me. <laughs> and one of those Marimo pets. And I just obsessed them. They're so cute. And it's basically in Japan, these little balls of algae are gifted for look and love. Oh. And they're very commonly gifted there for look and love. And um I was like, am I allowed these? Because they're like within the plant, because we sell plants as well. Oh, like they're in that plant genre. Can I have that? And he was like, yeah, I like those. They're cute. Anyway, got them on opening day. They sold out in two hours, right? <laughs> Restocked 10 on Wednesday, sold yeah. out. Wow. Restocked yesterday. I had two left at the end of the day. I was like, this is great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I feel like I need to get one for my little boy. He'd love it. Actually, See? my husband. My husband would love it as well. Yeah. Like he you he, love it or hate it. No, yeah. Well, I think they're really cute. Like I like yeah. I was saying to my husband last night, we need a lot more plants around, you know. Like if you, you know, we've got to sell global warming, literally every room needs to be a forest, doesn't it? Really? Like that's yeah. a that's a flat area. Stick a plant on it. That's the, that's what I did but, to him last night. <laughs> my mum did come in on opening day and she was like, Why are you selling grass in a jar? <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be in the sun? <laughs> no, it's just in a jar. Because <laughs> we had an article written about us in the Stoke Sentinel, right? That released yesterday. And it says, oh dear. It says something. I can't remember what the title says. It says like Stone Woman or something creates candle brand out of beer bottles, but it's me with a Marimo ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's me with a Marimo pet, not a candle. 
Is that, is that candle is floating water? Oh, light me up with that one. No, it's a, it's a ball of But yeah, I love don't that. know how I got into that, but yeah. That's good though. It's, yeah, but that's the thing. And I was just thinking when you were talking, like the fact that they were selling out, you've got, you know, this is going to sound so cliche, but you've got the the finger on the pulse of your customers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, do you know what I just I don't know what it is I think it is more than that I I'm very good at getting enthusiastic about anything I am enthusiastic about you know those into you know like have you ever been one of those interviews where they're like sell me this pen yeah yeah I'm yeah I'm great at that yeah yeah I I'm the you most are. enthusiastic at anything yeah, but I did that in a training I said sell me this pen and somebody was saying like because there's something out of Wolf of Wall Street sell me your pen isn't there but yeah. I was like no, you're sending. I've really got the giggle. No, you're sending. I'm trying to be serious. <sighs> no, you're sending the experience of writing a thoughtful letter to someone they love. Like trying to in the Vivid Club membership. Those of you who've done that training, you know what I'm talking about. Because I was like, it's not just a pen. You're sending an experience. Yeah. Like your candles. Yeah. They they smell. They <laughs> that smell when people oh, walk dear. into your room think. Oh, she's posh. That's the experience. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these candles, and I want—I've got to buy some more. But I am like—I'm on a. My husband says I've got to slow down and burn yeah. what we've already got. Yeah, I'm like, all right, so candles on all the time. But yeah. um, when when people come in, I want them to walk in and think, oh, yeah, oh, that nice. That smells posh because where we used to live, we used to eat curry most nights. So everyone used to come around and go, Your house really smells of curry. And everyone knows it's like, Yeah, you always just smell a curry. (laughs) So now I'm I'm like, I don't want to smell a curry anymore. (laughs) You'll have our candle antique bookshop. You'll just always smell like a bookshop. Oh, that's that, yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, I want that one next. Yeah. Oh god. I've never had the giggles on it before. Like literally just trying to you know I have been up since five when I'm really tired yeah. I get the giggles and um I can't stop just can't oh, stop dear. okay oh right hey. what, what else do I need to ask you <laughs> so when with the shop you you yeah. really inspired I said today like, I'm so inspired to get a shop and oh. literally the small from that idea this morning now I've been thinking it's not could not only just be a shop for the for night like, for my wire art but it can be like a hub for my business membership mm-hmm. and a co-working space. I was just mm-hmm. thinking that sounds like a really good idea, but that's just from you thinking like, you know, you st- you've got a candle shop. So out the back, have you got like your workshop and everything? Yeah. So basically when we closed from uh, Wedgwood, I was like, right, we're making the move from Wedgwood to the shop. Yeah. Hmm. Um, We decided to go for the shop that we're in because you have the shop front and then like there's like a little corridor yeah and then a room where is our production room which is significantly smaller than where we were like by a million we were in like 30 car parks that's how big my space was it was massive right wow and then we went into like a room the size of an office now we're like in right and um it's so much better because everything's like within reach and yeah. very organized we have to maximize our space it's very easy because the stock can just come out of the production room into the shop. Yeah. Also, what's so cool is that I love this bit. You know, like when you go to like um, a restaurant, you can see the chef cooking your food. Yeah. You can do that outside. So you see us making the candles. 
I so love like that. you have the two windows next to each other and there's like a pole like a bit of wood in between and this side's the shop front and then this side is our workshop so you can literally see Jenny and me like labeling and pouring and grinding the bottles down amazing. and then amazing so it's amazing. like you can see what we make you know I think that's like a really cool little thing and would you like so say if come, someone comes in and says oh, have you got this fragrance you're like oh we've run out will you go and do you batch them up or will you go like come back in a couple of hours I'll have some yeah I was, no they take too long they are the like the longest I can't explain to someone how long these candles actually take but because of the beer bottle to grind them down split and grind clean them split them grind them down soft pour them Wick, blow the tops, cut the wicks, label them up, box them. It's a really, really long process, a lot longer than most candles would take. Yeah. Um, so at least two weeks it would take for us to make to order, but we have everything in batch because thankfully, touch wood, it continues. I always feel like if I talk about it, I jinx it. But we've got quite a lot of wholesalers. So we always have stock of everything. Right. So okay. We always have enough backlog that we should have. And then when we do run out, We've run out of them in store and online, but we'll be making them in backlog to then launch all together, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I get that. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. So, yeah, if I had a shop, I could be making wire art. Do yeah. Well, I think I'm, I was saying that like, I've gone to Ikea to try and make maximise my space because my best friend who's my assistant is working with me two days a week now. And so we have to fit in here. As well as all the stuff, I have so much more stuff. Yes, you know, you can run workshops. Say again, you can run like workshops in the shop. Oh my goodness! Of course I can. Yeah, because that's, that's what I could do. do. Yeah, because my idea is, is that what the shop would give me is a space for people to run workshops and like you can do all different types. You don't just have to do like what you do. Like I'm going to ask, we work with Pretty Pricks, which is Mm. another great company for anyone that wants to see. They're called Pretty Pricks on Instagram. They're from Stoke and um, they make all dried flowers. They're beautiful. And uh, we stock them in our store. And I was going to ask them, like if they wanted to come and do like, um a workshop in my shop so it's like you can have like things going on in your shop that you maybe can't do which is what I'm gonna try and do I do I think I think I'm gonna do it but it's just when you go okay right and then my husband's like you literally have not just another idea it doesn't it does his head in so I might even though now I'm gonna be like (laughs) shops open in my area I'll start googling it I I think I actually spoke to uh, one of my friends um, who did Sherbrooke Valley Mushrooms. I was talking mm. to James, right? And he was saying to me, and he made a very good point, and I so think it's true, that a lot of small business owners or business owners have ADHD. <laughs> like, we do have, like, ADHD brains. Like, we're like, idea, ding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ding, I'm going to have a warehouse. Okay. And then we go and open it. Yeah, but it, it, <laughs> everything starts from that. Like, a literally, the same as you, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to be you know launch a membership and then now I've got yeah. you know what I mean I li- I remember exactly when I had the idea I was dr- driving somewhere and then and I was like oh and then we're gonna have a in-person event and then we did and then we're having another one and then you know I just mentioned Bex do you want to come work with me yeah yeah oh she's doing two days a week now yeah. oh yeah. okay like yeah you know, it, just, it, like. it just starts like that so yeah I will be getting a shop 
yeah. I've said it enough now. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. It's going to happen. It'll happen. Yeah. But it, it just, you know, you've got a, you've got to go. And the thing is, as well, like you were saying, I'm really lucky because I have, you know, podcast. I've got the podcast. Reason, one of the reasons why I started the podcast. So I get that sort of feedback. I have Bex in a couple of days a week. The rest of the time, I'm doing little things for the Vivi Club, or I'm doing workshops for Vivi Wire, and yeah. I do that. But God, I love actually seeing people. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, do you want to come and have a cup of tea? Yes. You know, have a yeah, biscuit. that's what I love. I bought six extra mugs so my customers can come and have a couple with me. Oh, I love uh, it. Really love sad, it. but yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, no, but that's it. I think when you're, you want to create, you want to create not just stuff. You want to yeah. create that experience and a feeling and that whole yeah. thing of like, you know, they're coming up to you, they're coming to the shop especially, they're yeah. going around and smelling everything. Exactly. And I, I think it. one thing that's really nice about with the Wandering Bee is when I was coming up and like cultivating the idea and talking about what I wanted from the Wandering Bee, it wasn't just candles, it was a brand. Mm. And that was my main thing. That's why it's not called the Wandering Bee Candles or, yeah. you know, something candles. I wanted a brand. I wanted to be able to do anything with this brand. Yeah. And the brand could be anything that I want it to be right and the one of the main things that I wanted for Josh was I wanted a community and as lame as that sounds it's so true and I feel like that's what I'm kind of creating is like my customers I I know this sounds silly but I feel like my friends and I don't know them but like they come in and I'll chat to them for like an hour and I actually know nothing about their lives yeah but one thing we have in common is the Wandering Bee. Yeah. So like we talk about the Wandering Bee and then we'll talk about what their kids did or like what Callow's done at school. And what's amazing is like they, they'll drop me a message on Instagram and it'll I'll talk to them for, you know, back and forth. And then I'll think, I actually have no clue where you live. <laughs> I have no idea who your daughter is or, you know, but I feel like I do. Yeah. Um, and on opening day for the shop, it was really cool because we had people come from far away that traveled down for opening day which was amazing wow. what was really cool is some of them would say to me how was Callow's first day at school how was Callow at this that is really I love that because that's yeah. like they're really like invested and kind of know about me and my family and the business and not just you know not just like oh I just buy candles from her yeah and that's the magic of small business isn't it it's the magic yeah. of it like when it was um, I shared something of Jackson, Jack, my son Jackson, like talking about wire. And I'd follow us going, How the hell is he? How is he nearly four? Like, they've yes. followed me since he was three, four months old when I started Vivi Wire. And it's like, yeah. Oh my God, he's like a person. He's going to be going to school. Yeah, it's crazy. They, they know so much. Like, I will have messages more from my followers about life, yeah. about their life, you know, sharing it than anything to do with wire, really. Yeah. I love it. 100%. Yeah, I think that's what, like you say, that's the like charm behind a small business. And you know what, bringing it back to the decision of going from a shop from a warehouse, that was the main thing, because when you go not to knock B2B and working B2B and working with wholesalers and yeah. big brands, but you learn, you completely lose the personal element. It's very transactional. It's yeah. how much is your profit margin? How much can I get for this? OK, give them to me by the 14th. Done. See you later. Close yeah. the door. Yeah. And you just lose that person element and that's what at the more and more we were going into that was the more and more I was like this is great but I like it yeah, <laughs> so yeah yeah I need to do something to change this and as soon as I've brought it back to what I like which is customer base and keeping the b2b but maybe having that here my customers are my priority I've just it's changed 
everything. I'm so much happier again. Oh, that's so good. That is so wonderful. <laughs> you like honestly, I love it. I'm very inspired. <laughs> so what's next? What's the next big idea? Well, I'm actually learning to take each day as it comes, which is very unlike me because I'm a planner. I like to yeah. plan. I like to go big and manifest ahead. Yeah. But when I was doing that, it made me really unhappy because I was aiming so high that every small achievement that to a lot of people was like, wow, Beth, that's amazing. I was like, it's not good enough. I want more, more. Right. So I was kept moving, you know, when they talk about moving the goalpost. Yeah. Constantly moving the goalpost. And which I think you do in life anyway, but I was yeah. doing like, I was just forgetting about everything else. And I was just like, right, great. We're in Jalos. Right. Next one, Selfridges. Come on. <laughs> you know, so I'm focusing on the now and what my goal right now is to get the business in a really stable position and um, get everybody, you know, our returning customer base, having a new scent every month, everybody's super happy, which they are hopefully really happy with them. But like just feeling really settled because there's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of moving, a lot of changes. Just want to get like settled. I'd love one day to open multiple shops. I really want to go into Cornwall. I want, I'd love a shop in Cornwall. That's like a goal of mine. But my main goal is I want to be a main stockist in Selfridges. That is like, <laughs> I used to work there. So it feels oh, like a full amazing. circle moment if I get into Oxford Street Selfridges. <laughs> oh, so I'm wow. going to Selfridges. But um, I can't afford to do that right now because I bet that, I bet you would make no money from being in there. But <laughs> But I'm like gunning for that and then just getting the business in a really nice settled place, which I'm sure is probably not going to happen because you know what small business life is like constantly changing. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that's probably like my main goal and not trying to constantly move the goalpost and just enjoy now because people always talk about, especially, you know, people that own like big, you know, multi-billion pound businesses, uh, you know, the multi-millionaires, they always say when you get to that point that you've always dreamed to get into, you're bored and you're like, oh. And it's like learning to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Because if I think about my life two years ago, I dreamed to be where I am now. So when I moan and I'm like, oh, God's sake, like I'm so annoyed that I've worked constantly for the last two years. Um, I kind of think to myself, well, actually, like, just enjoy it because you know, a couple of months ago when we were getting no sales, we'd gone super quiet, everything got more expensive and everyone was skin and I was sad in that warehouse. I thought to myself, God, I wish I'd appreciated when I was drowning with orders. Yeah. I wish I'd appreciated that moment when I got that John Lewis, you know, when I found out I was with the creative makers in John Lewis. I wish I had sat back and gone, this is amazing. Yeah. Instead of going, shit, 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 shit I need to make more candles. So I'm just trying to learn how to just be like, wow, this is yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is hard, but. Yeah, I'm but every time, and we all have moments where we're like, the shit is hit, everything's going to yes. fail. And I've, I, you know, we've all been there, even if it's mm -hmm. not actually true. I think yeah. as small business, you just have a moment where you're like, why am I doing this? You know, it's yeah. totally normal. Um, yeah. But when I feel like that, I have my best ideas. And I oh my God, always, same. I make so much more money after that bout because it's like, it's like a restart. So now if I feel like that, I just go, okay, I'm just going to have a little rest. Mm -hmm. That's what usually is the reason why, because I've not got the joy because I'm so knackered. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to have a rest now. And then something will fall into my head and yeah. I'll do it. 
and then I'll make loads of money out of it. Yeah. Do you know, I actually saw a TikTok on this and I found it really interesting, so I'll share it with you. The um, <laughs> It's like, it's seeing what you've, exactly what you've just explained as a circle of manifestation. And yeah. at the top, you, you know it. The, uh, and then when you, you're at the top, you're, you're manifesting, you're in your best element. And then when you start to go down, most people go, I'm depressed, everything's, oh my God. But it's actually your rejuvenation period. Yeah you're actually dipping into a rejuvenation which is going to come back up into your manifestation and it's learning how to ride the circle and so ride the yeah. wave instead of going here and going oh my god I'm going to stay here forever this is awful let's close and just, just ride, ride it yeah. yeah and I always use the metaphor in in my head of pretend you know you know when you go to the beach and yeah. you stand in the sea and the sea's coming in and the wave like starts to knock you. And at first, when the sea's not that deep, it's all right. You can handle it. But as you walk out and the sea gets deeper, it's harder. I just mm-hmm. imagine myself burying my feet into the sand and just wait for the waves to go over me. Oh, I like that. The tide will go out and I'll still be standing. And I just oh, I imagine. Like that. Yeah, that's good. So it's I- really hard because I feel like when I talk about this, I'm so good at like making like I'm a pro at doing this when as in letting riding the wave where I'm actually the worst I'm a panicker <laughs> and I like freak out and I'm like I'm gonna quit <laughs> oh but it's like what we're just talking about now is yes. like I'm learning more and more I'm trying to like bring this into not just business but my everyday life learning how to ride that wave because I am such an awful panicker <laughs> Oh. I literally I freak out all the time no <laughs> so I'm so awful yeah but that's what the thing is is it drives you forward because you're just transforming that warrior energy into warrior energy I know yeah. oh I yeah. like that one that was good that's going in my back pocket that's going to be on a print tomorrow in my shop <laughs> well you should it's it that's what the Vivi club is that's our yeah. tagline warrior it. to warrior because you it's just experience but what you need is people to go Oh yeah, that's totally normal. Everyone feels like that. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're failing. But when you're in a corporate job or you're being, you know, employed by someone, it's that safety net. But you have to create, you are your safety net. You're your best bet because you just collect evidence to go, oh yeah, last time I was completely fine. Yeah. Wasn't I? Oh, actually, last time I had the best idea ever and I've made loads of money from it. Oh yeah. So I just need to just rest and mm-hmm. write and read or, you know, yeah. do other things. And then let it pass. The learning yeah. is that circle, which is as I go on, I think you I think it must just be a learning thing because like when I first started, I did not know that's what happened. And like the rejuvenation thing, I just panic, 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 panic yeah. all the time. Whereas like I'm slowly just learning that process of how to be a business owner as well, because it's it's really hard. And especially so when hard. you bring staff into it, um, you bring yeah. units and rent and like it just like yeah that's the panic it's the increase in overheads it's Mm -hmm. the I have to have I have to earn this much or bring in this much before I can even do this and it's when as you grow they do become more and then yeah (laughs) it's just that that's the panic isn't it yeah yeah so yeah that's kind of what I'm learning how to do at the moment just ride that wave yeah ride the wave Mm-hmm. definitely it's just t- but I I'm very a massive believer that any idea that falls falls into your head you have to protect it m- mainly from ourselves you know with in regards to yeah. imposter syndrome panic self-sabotage procrastination all of that stuff um because if it fell into your head and it mm-hmm. made you go oh that feels nice that's exciting then that idea is for you so there's mm-hmm. no doubt that it won't work 
Like yeah. you just got to keep going, keep laser focused. Yeah, go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, and just understand that you're going to experience, like you're saying, you're going to experience all this shit on the way. And I think that's also if you're listening, most people that listen are small business owners, but I always feel like a bit of guilt because I'm I'm un, I've like put myself in this situation. Yeah. And so I think, well, you know, people go, well, you can just go back to teachers. I used to be an assistant head. You can just go and do that. And I'm like, yeah. And if anyone said it to me, I'll go, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I could. But I'm not going to. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, you could just go get a normal job. And I'm like, mm, yeah. no, but <laughs> no, because there's a tiny part of you going, you are not. Yeah, giving up. Shut up. Yeah, tell me it. We're gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know, people say, don't they? I've heard loads of people say it in the past, but apparently, I can't remember how many months it is, but it's like, or it might be immediately, but it's like as soon as you run a small business, you become unemployable. Because yeah, absolutely. You're, <laughs> you're used yeah, to working yeah. for yourself. Yeah, I have. There's no way I could go. No, <laughs> there is no way. And I think as well, it's really good tip to like, like you've said having those forecasts like now I'm getting a shop um with the workshop space <laughs> and co-working space I mean you know I'm doing that in the next year so yeah then you're like oh my business is going to survive another year because I'm going to do that you know yeah. like you just trick yourself into keep going in yeah that way. and it, your energy as well like not to get I'm very I love spirituality and everything to do with spiritual stuff however without banging on about it your energy affects everything around you absolutely so much when I've ever been down or like a bit of a you know about the business if I'm thinking like oh like no one uh, on all this I don't get any sales as soon as my energy is high and I feel happy and I'm like they'll come they will come the sales will come yeah I'm buried in sales yeah. It's only ever when I'm low that the sales are low. When I'm high, the sales are high. Yes. So I really do think you impact everything around you by the energy you put yeah. out. Yeah. And I think that is one of the biggest lessons you need to learn yes. as a small business. 100%. My friend Sam, um, he came to my, I, I know him from uni. But... Is he the one that did the video for you? I watched that. How cute was that? So, <laughs> so, so nice. Well, he came and surprised me and he made the video and then in the video, he says, support your friends and gas up your mates and watch the energy around you change. And it stuck with me that day because it's so true. Because it's one thing that like, it's not even that I try to do it. I've just always, I'm not very like jealous person in that way. Like I just always feel happy for the people. And I really do believe like when you support and gas up your mates and make them feel good about what they're doing, it makes the energy around you better and change. So I think like that's a big thing as well. It's being happy for the people around you and helping everybody as you go. Like there's so many people that run small businesses or even just not that around me are so supportive of me that I will return that favor for them. And I have them in my mind, even though they might not think it, they're in my mind. And I'm like, if they ever need anything from me, I'm going to be there for them. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what you can do every day is like, you know, being there for people and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that, no, absolutely. And I think that it's, you know, not to, I don't want to sound neggy at all, but when at the moment you've seen a lot of small businesses yeah. saying things are really hard, Instagram shit, yeah. blah, 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 on their stories. The, the one reason, well, I mean, there's obviously multitude reasons because I'm quite good at wire art, that, that helps. But one of the other things is I've never, <laughs> ever moaned on stories, ever, about anything. I just show up and like, hello, yeah. like, oh, it's hello, a challenge today, you know. Yeah. Do you want to 
see me miming to Mariah Carey like something yeah. random. Yeah, it's it, true. Exactly. And it's not because people want some of your joy. And so yeah. they invest in that joy and then it's sort of that creates more joy. Yes. But when in the Vivi Club membership, I literally bang on about this because I'm like, do not go on your stories and moan. Find yeah. a way. We've got to pivot. That's the end of it. There's no like if you want to go and pay for your marketing, like full on pay for marketing, go for it. Moan all you like. But when it's a free marketing platform, yes, don't. You just bend, yeah. bend to it. And it's like yeah. that whole tree bends or it I'm breaks so in the wind you, or whatever. I literally, I couldn't be any more with you. <laughs> I, I literally, because I completely agree. And it sounds really awful because I get why people are yeah, finding absolutely. it. absolutely. It's really hard, but it's so true. And people buy people. People will buy my, somebody said to me on my opening day, she said, I love your candles, but to be honest, I'm just coming to buy from you. Yeah. That's, re- that's lovely to hear. And it, it's because exactly you just show up yeah no one's listening show up when no one's watching show up yeah (laughs) every day you're just showing up you know yes I went out right for the first time child free raving what kind of warehouse project you are what kind of rave yeah it was the warehouse project so it was was. I was just gonna say like yeah cool <laughs> and me and my partner went me and josh went and we hadn't been out since callow's been born right Bloody so four, hell. four and a half years yeah I was, oh my god my knees went after two <sighs> two hours my right knee started aching i thought oh god not even 30 <laughs> oh my god right and uh just before the rave i really really didn't like want to go on my instagram because i was like i just want to switch off Sounds really bad, and I'm not promoting to just work 24-7, but I just posted a reel, right? Just reel, put it out there. I switched off my phone. I came away. But it's just because I feel like I didn't, I don't like to leave it where people are like, oh, where is she? Or, you yeah. know, people probably don't think that. But for, in my head, I post every day, even if no one's listening or watching. Yeah. And it's because I feel like by showing up, I'm showing that, like, I'm pushing my brand all the time, no matter where I am or what I'm doing. And I agree that you should take breaks. I know, and I think it's probably actually unhealthy how much I do post, but I just think by showing up, it does make a massive difference. Yeah. Even when I was feeling a bit like, oh, but I was so happy, much happier after I did post the reel because the feedback I got and et cetera. So it does pay off. Yeah. But I don't think you have to, if it feels good, then that's good. It's when people are posting and they don't want to post yes. that, you know, if you want to post and you post, but I yeah. think the, that I, I I had um views. I, sometimes my story views go up to like three thousand, and I'm like, oh, that's really good. That's good yeah. engagement. Um, and then some days it's 120, and yes. I'm like, oh, okay. But those 120 people, I'm still showing up for. Yes, because they're my like, they're my diehard. They're like my ride or yeah, die customers, and I love them. Bang on, bang because yeah. like I think a lot of it's so easy online to forget about the that the numbers are actual people yeah, that, yeah, yeah even if it's two people right like I've had I've had posts where like three people have liked it you know yeah and I think bloody hell that's a bit of a change I had 300 yesterday or whatever yeah. you know but you've got to think that that's three people that have gone in and gone oh you know Beth's in the shop today or Beth's yeah. done this or whatever or the wandering bee have done this or whatever that is like it's actual people and you're like you're actually communicating with people I know you're kind of speaking at them and they're just listening, but like they are there, like you say, you're diehards. They're the ones looking and waiting for you to do whatever you're doing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's just so easy to forget that the numbers are actual people. Yeah. No imagine people. if you had like, yeah, all those people turn up and make orders, she'd be overwhelmed. Yeah. 
exactly work exactly no, no, no. no i love it i think it's just so important that, that there was a i don't know if you've seen today but holly tucker i think yeah yeah holly tucker. I just book, yeah yeah she's not doing a workshop but and then i saw on her facebook group everyone saying god if holly can't do it that's it i mean oh, what no. is what is our life and i just think no respect to her she's making a business decision she's obviously yes. not making enough money from doing that but yeah. you can she can provide community in other ways she it, like it relieves her of some of that energy that she's obviously spending on something that's not making enough money because yeah. i mean they don't it's a non-profit i think or something like that because mm-hmm. she's just supporting small business so yeah. now she'll come up with something even better yeah. than having like a workshop in the middle of london yeah it's exactly like you said whether this downfall or downfall, if you say it as a downfall, think of it, the closure will come another idea. Yeah. I think entrep- when you're an entrepreneur, which I think all small business owners are entrepreneurs, you have the entrepreneurial spirit to quit your job yeah. and do things for yourself. Yeah. You're always going to have new ideas. You're always going to have new stuff to do. And I don't think we go down easy. No. And that decision, like you said, would have been a business decision. And I'm pretty sure she's got several other things up her sleeve. Yeah. So like, I completely agree that it's not, no one should think of that as like well if she can't do it I can't do it yeah to be honest I had the worst time I started a business in the pandemic and I've opened a shop in the middle of the energy crisis where I'm absolutely skinned and got no money and a four-year-old and a mortgage to pay like I just believe you've got to wing it and yeah and you gotta yeah. just go for it yeah and I think like with Holly doing that it is exactly like you said it's a business decision and I'm sure she'll go on to do many other great things I absolutely well. respect it because I just think so I you've do. got this space that people are going to yeah for just for a coffee that doesn't yeah. make it doesn't it's not business sense and that mm-hmm. is I all respect her I mean she's a ruthless businesswoman there's no mm-hmm. like messing about like that so if you're listening you know what we're talking about don't have lose faith I, I've got yeah. absolute respect for her and there's so many decisions like me and Bex will be thinking about the next quarter we're like right okay what we're we going to do and I'm like that doesn't make me money that doesn't make me money because mm-hmm. and we've got to be in it we've got to be making money and because one we're you know energy crisis yeah. which I feel a little bit better about now the government's done that two mm-hmm. and a half grand thing I, I was like oh okay because it's not going to get I'm, I'm managing at the minute and you know I'm just going to be cold a little bit in the winter but yeah you know we've got a roof over our head we've got yeah. food in the cupboards there are some people that sleep you know my husband works with yeah. homeless people so ah uh, so we're so like like a real like that's quite I was going to say nice that's the wrong word but like to be able to I've got the perspective, perspective. oh yeah. yeah yeah massively because he's like okay we're doing sweat which is where they bring in all of the rough sleepers and then he's planning like where they're going to sleep when it goes below a certain temperature and he's oh. got this big church hall and he's like right we're going to get the sleeping bags there's going to be somebody helping oh. them with a cup of tea and that's life that's saves their lives and yeah. I'm like he, <laughs> sometimes though he's like we turn the heating up and I'm like put a jumper on you just got a t-shirt <laughs> on no so no. he probably doesn't actually understand the perspective as much as I do. Um, but yeah, so I always think about that. But we're in it to make money. And I think if you you have to really, mm-hmm. you know, think about what makes you money and not be shy about it. And it's mm-hmm. okay to say you make money because especially for me, the, if I'm making money, I just give the joy back out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like reinvest it. Reinvest New it. Ideas. So, you know, with the Vivi Club, I'm like, come on, right, I'm going to make loads of money because then... I'm going to give you so yeah. much more. You're going to make more money. Yeah. We're going to be able to help That's charities it. and other people. I get so excited. Yeah. 
I love it. I think, you know, that's one thing, actually. It's a very good point, though, to say that it's okay to say you make money because I even struggle with that. I hate when customers are talking to me. I hate saying that I make money. Like, it's really hard to get over. And I don't know why, as smaller business owners, we all feel like we should say, no, I don't make anything. No, no, I'm so I live off a bee. It's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got one bee. (laughs) Do you know, it's so true, though, because I need a right. I've got a little beetle and it's my, I, I love my beetle. It's my baby. It's a convertible little beetle and it's an old little. Oh, it's a car. Oh, it's like, yeah. got a pet no, not in the <laughs> um, oh, Sorry, you've got a pet algae. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I got confused. Yeah. I got a little car, a little pet beetle. Um, my car, I love it. She's my baby. But I was looking for a slightly bigger car, right? And I was like, I feel like I need to get a bigger car because I might want to have another baby one day. And I was yeah. like, my Beatles hard. It wouldn't fit a pram in, blah, blah, And I was kind of planning. I was looking at cars. Genuinely, this sounds so awful, but I was looking at cars that wouldn't make me look like a dick when I own a small business. And Josh was like, no, you deserve a nice car. But I was yeah. like, no, I can't drive that way. I own a small business. Like, you look like a right knob. And I was like, no, no, no. Because you do feel a shame say like you feel shame saying like oh I earn money from that but you shouldn't do and it's no. something that, like you have to try and overcome it isn't it yeah like, but I, and I think that's even and this goes back to think like when you were saying before about you're not a jealous person it is also yeah. if you're all about community over like over competition yeah. you know I share the, oh, there's only one thing I don't share and that is where I get my wire from but anything else if you yeah. say to me Claire how do you do this where do you get that from I'm like I'll tell you because yeah. there's a more than enough for everybody. Like, I yeah. will tell you exactly how to make more money. Even if you're another wire artist, I'll be like, this is how you're supposed to do it. Bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because I feel like there's no point in holding on to it. But again, it's all about manifestation. It's a flow of energy. Yeah. I like bring it in, get it yeah. back out again with yeah. a smile on my face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I'm, I'm, I'm a great, I agree. And if you, you're driving the nice car, that means you're you're gonna g- bring more joy in, nice. and then be joy. able to yeah, it's all the Although, joy. I'm probably not because I, I can't afford a new car. Cars are really expensive, way more than I thought. And also, like I can't get rid of my Beetle. Like she's just so cute. No, I've got a Fiat 500 in a mint yeah. color with um white interior or cream interior with like a roof thing. It's literally my dream car. Somebody just took the piss out of me and was like, um. It's, it's like people, you know, you have that opinion. If you're a Fiat 500 driver, yeah. it means you're a bit stupid. And I was like, I've no idea what you're talking about. I'm, yeah. I was, I'm driving that bloody car. And yeah. it's literally my dream car. And it's I don't drive anywhere. The day it arrived, my postman was like, why have you got a new car when you don't go anywhere? I was like, all right, mate. Delivering the letters. Oh. Crack on. Nice. Like, I do. I drive to Aldi. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I live around the corner from my shop and I drop my little beat and I'm like, dee, 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 dee. I, love it. I feel so posh. So I'm like, I'm gonna I am gonna if I do have another baby, that pram is getting in that car yeah. for like shoving it in. in. Yeah. Break the back window. I'll just have my roof yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All All yeah, brilliant. That's it. In the the roof. <laughs> but everyone says that about a second kid, because you just don't really care. Yeah, you don't <laughs> care. But Jackson was like, no, I have yes. to have this three-wheeled buggy so I can go for walks in the wood. And then yeah. I had such a traumatic delivery, I couldn't walk for three months. So that was a good plan. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 500 yeah, to stay. Yeah, what colour's your beetle then? 
It's a little blue one. Oh, so I wanted it to be pink, so we were going to wrap it, but wrapping cards are really expensive too. And I'm skinned, so it's blue and it's so cute. And it's like an old fashioned one. Not classic, but it's like old one. So love like it. when the roof comes back, it's just like so cute. I just love it. Love it's it. like my dream car. Oh, by the way, just one more thing. If you're on the energy with manifestation, stop yeah. saying skin. You're not skin. I know. You're not skin. Look, you got you got a lovely house. You got a shop. Well, this is my nan's, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have got my. No, I I always do manifest that because I'll say that I actually have a monk at work that says skin but sassy. But yeah, but I am like I do say this right because it's true. But I always say I'm gonna be a millionaire. Yeah, gonna be a millionaire. Yeah, I'll be I'll be living in Cornwall. Gonna have four cars, seven Beatles. Love it. Marimo Love it. factory. And I'll have an algae factory. <laughs> Would it be like an algae farm? Wouldn't it be so cool? And then you've got no, like, no. Because I'm really impressionable, so don't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, you're like, to me. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to a Marimo farm. Oh my God, sounds like a great idea. You should do it. You could do workshops and more. I don't know. Maybe we can oh, do that. Oh, oh, my face yeah. hurts. Well, <laughs> this is uh, only supposed to be about 40 minutes. So yeah, that's good. Well, um, yeah. well, I've got to ask you for my question because okay. I did promise we we're going to finish in an hour and we're yeah, really nearly right. running out of time. Yeah. Um, what's the question? What do you, do you... Oh no. Okay, hold on. I sometimes okay. stutter at this bit. Okay, okay. deep breath. What do you know now that you wish you'd known 10 years ago? Yeah, did it. The, um, <laughs> so it's, this is going to sound cliche, and I did think like this is a bit cliche. However, what one was ride the wave, so we kind of already covered it, which like it. was riding the wave. However, but that could be the title of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. ride the wave. Yeah. Um, but also, one of the things would be, not to spoil the ending, but everything's going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Because I think yep. 10 years ago, I would have been 17, just about to go to uni. Oh. And I remember, you know, you're all you're in that thing where you're like, you don't know if everything's going to be okay. And if you're making the right decision, I was moving to London and everything was going to be a big change. And like, I'm still really young and I'm still got the rest of my life, but like everything you've gone through, you're still okay. Yeah. And it's like, I wish I could go back then and just tell myself that everything was going to be okay. And also another big thing that I wish I could tell myself was slow down, (laughs) slow (laughs) down. Cause it's still doing now. I'm always on to the next thing. I chase chaos. Yeah. Well, as soon as something gets relaxing for like 10 minutes, I'm like, let's buy a kitten. Like I'm like, (laughs) I'm the same though after chaos I know and I can't I can't say that that's a bad thing because I love it it's however true. Elon Musk is the same and look at him so we're gonna be me and you we're gonna be the new versions of email Elon Musk and my husband actually we watched an interview about Elon Musk about his like second in command and she says that she thought she was always trying to like keep everything calm um, but realised that he would come in, Elon would come in and be like, we're going to do this now. You know, we're going to launch to space or whatever. And she used to go, oh, for God's sake, like, Jesus, can't you have a rest? She realised it was her job to settle the team, get that idea going. And then once they were feeling settled, he'd mm. come in with a new one. And I was like, Dan, I'm Elon. You're yeah. her. You, you're the one that's trying to keep everything I'd calm. And I go, 
I'm gonna have a shot. <laughs> yeah. And he comes home tonight and be like, no. Yeah. No. I'm like, well, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. We'll do it. We'll do it in a bit. <laughs> Google. It's no, but, so true though. Yeah. That is me and Josh. Josh is the calm and I'm the yeah. storm. However, probably maybe it is gonna get us where we're gonna go. But um yeah, I do wish if uh, 10 years ago I would say that everything's gonna be all right, mate. Just yeah. chill out. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah. And if it's, it's not, not it's not the know. end. Yeah. We might be, but hopefully not. Yeah, um, it's always all right in the end. Yeah. We always get through it. This too shall pass. I love that. I love yeah. it. Oh, thanks so much, Beth. Yeah. Honestly, no it's problems. been lush. Really good. It's going to be like the best. Sorry to anybody else. All of you are amazing. But this is really funny on this episode. <laughs> and the rest of shit. No, they're not. They're not. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I have got really go close to the camera watch. then. You're being serious. <laughs> joking. I'm being serious. No, I'm actually going to go back and watch all of them because it's been really nice, like talking in a really like informal, chatty way. And like, it's so nice talking to other business owners that like, it, it's refreshing isn't it yes, to, it's to so good from other yeah. business owners and it and it's so nice to like because obviously before Alice was kind of the bridge for yeah like I obviously hadn't heard of you and your brand and it's so nice that like, when I did I was like oh it's so cool to connect yeah so I literally love what you're doing and I think it's oh, really cool. thank and you and I love this this is great podcast I'll yeah. come here big up Alice Big yeah, up, Alice. Big up, Alice. Alice. <laughs> Alice listens to every episode. She's like my first listener every week. I said, I shared one. She was like, listen to that one already. And I'm like, blimey now. She's quick off the mark. I'm not but, joking. She's so hardworking and so lovely. And just oh, love her. She's coming to her. my um, local, my meetup in a couple of weeks. And she's making it into a little baby moon. How cool is that? She's I just, know, honestly, all the way down. If you, like, I love if you want, like, she's like the best. Like, you know what I'm saying about supporting your friends and gassing yeah. up your friends. She is someone. She has got so much good karma built up. Like, yes. she is going to be so successful, and she just, yeah, no, little palace, everyone. Yeah, purple and she, cloud crafting. Yeah, purple <laughs> cloud crafting. I'll put. I'm going to put your link in the show yeah. notes for this, Alice. But yeah. Alice found me through my podcast. Oh, did she? Yeah. And then she, oh, I remember when I done the um, membership and she put, bought a year in one go and I was like, yeah, whoa, like, what's going on here? And then she said, I found you on the podcast. I just needed more of you. And so I put all my birthday money into a year with you. And I was like, I just, oh my God. I just love her. She's just nice. But love that her. is the type of energy we need up in the small business world. Yeah. Yeah. Alice, you're going to love this. A whole yeah, like five minutes. You deserve it. You deserve a whole episode. You should do a whole I'll episode. Give to a yeah amazing you know though we should just do an episode just about alice <laughs> we love you alice we love you we really do we really do but my literally my face is killing me i know it's really yeah. hurting but absolutely amazing amazing episode um Welcome. where can people find you in physical form as well physical. as online yeah so we've got a website www.the hyphen wandering dot com and it's wondering with an a not an o because everyone gets mixed up um on instagram at underscore the wandering bee facebook the wandering bee shop and then in store we're based in stone staffordshire if you don't know where it is it's near stoke on trent but not stoke um (laughs) stoke (laughs) Um, and um and the address is one odd fellows ad's alley sd15 8YQ.
Done. Do you know your home phone number? <laughs> no one knows their own home phone number anymore, do they? I was no. just thinking the way you said phone. Well, I have a home phone number. I don't think I have a home phone. I literally only have it from my auntie Shirley. She's nearly 88. She's the only one that rings me on it. Literally, oh, Dan, so Dan was cute. like, should we get rid of this home phone? I was like, what's this? Auntie Shirley won't be able to ring me. No, we'll leave it, thanks. <laughs> oh, <God laughs> but, oh, no, this has been epic. Thank you oh, so God. much. And, no problem. Um, yeah, been lush. No Amazing. problem at all. Oh, take care of yourself. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast, written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill. And music has been composed by my brother, Phil Vick.